What is up, my friend? And welcome to The Dan Go Show. I'm your host, Dan Go, coach to high-performing entrepreneurs and professionals. And what we do at The Dan Go Show is tease out the best practices of the highest-performing entrepreneurs in the world while sharing cutting-edge, evidence-based information to help you become healthier and wealthier. So if that's what you're into, you're in the right place. Click that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so every time one of my episodes goes live, you'll be the first to know. So the other day I was having a dinner with a good friend and the conversation came to his grandparents. Now, his grandmother is 102 years old and his grandfather is 99 years old. Of course, I had to ask him, what is their secret to living longer? And he gave a very simple answer, which was, they walk two to three miles every single day. Now, the average American gets about 3,000 steps a day, and our hunter-gatherer ancestors did about 16 to 17,000 steps a day. One thing you have to realize is that walking is one of the most important activities that you can do for your brain and body, and not getting enough steps can lead to some horrible consequences, things like anxiety, depression, weight gain, heart disease, slower recovery, uh, high blood pressure, lack of creativity, decreased brain activity, and even dying an early death. Now, I know a lot has been talked about zone two cardio being the key to longevity. I mean, everyone's talking about it, Peter Atia, Andrew Huberman, but I honestly believe one of the most underrated exercises on the planet for living longer is walking. And this is why in our private coaching programs and our Lean Body 90 programs, we don't get any of our clients to do cardio. Of course, they're coming in with the context that they want to get lean, but again, they want to live longer and they want to do so in the most frictionless way possible. So we get them to walk. Now, for a lot of people, walking 16 to 17,000 steps a day is unrealistic. And, and quite frankly, it's not needed because we have desk jobs, uh, we're not foraging for berries or hunting saber-toothed tigers anymore. Uh, we, we essentially are very sedentary at this point. So how many steps a day should you aim for? Well, the general rule of thumb was that you need to get 10,000 steps a day, but this has largely been proven a myth. It actually came from a Japanese company who came up with a pedometer, and that was back in 1965, and it was named the 10,000-step meter. And its slogan was, let's walk 10,000 steps a day so that this number originated from a marketing campaign and not from actual science. Although I do support this type of marketing campaign as opposed to uh, cigarette smoking campaign, which were like doctors smoking cigarettes saying it's the key to a healthy life, uh, but I digress. So here's what the actual science says. So a study was done looking at 16,000 women ages 62 to 101 this study was conducted by Harvard University and I believe uh, a Japanese university. Now, between 2011 and 2015, they wore step trackers during their waking days. And here are some key findings to the study. So sedentary women averaged around 2,700 steps a day. Uh, women who averaged 4,400 steps a day had a 41% reduction in mortality. And the mortality rates progressively improved before leveling off around 7,500 steps per day. Now, this is why I recommend people to get anywhere between 6,000 to 8,000 steps a day. This is both from a physical standpoint and also from a living longer standpoint. But longevity aside, why else should you get out and start walking? Well, low-key, 
walking boosts your brain health. So the very first thing is walking helps you create new brain cells. Moderate pace walking stimulates the release of a protein that's called brain-derived neurotropic factor. It's actually called BDNF, and this protects existing brain cells while creating new ones. It also boosts creativity. This is one of the things that I do for myself if I'm feeling stuck on a certain program or a certain newsletter or a certain piece of content or even a problem that I'm working with. So it increases the flow of oxygen and nutrients to the brain, which can, which can actually make you more creative. So a study was done by Stanford and they found that creative output increased by 60% even when the participants were walking and staring at a blank wall. Walking improves your mood. When you walk, you release a cocktail of feel-good neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, and endorphins. Literally, this is one of the most easiest and simplest ways to improve your mental health. And along with that, walking also decreases stress. So I actually had a client who would just binge eat every single time that he would come home from work. Now, one of the things that we understood was that uh, he could actually control his diet all the way up to the point where he actually got home because that's when all the stress just came crashing down. So one of the things that we did was we got him to take a 15-minute walk right after work without even getting home first. And then this was enough to mitigate the binge eating that he would do usually when he got home from work. And when you walk in nature, it becomes a powerful drug for stress relief. Uh, the Japanese have a term for this. It's called Shinrin Yuko. It's called forest bathing. When you walk in a forest, it just has an effect of de-stressing you. Walking protects your brain from decline or cognitive decline, that is. So a study found that people who walk 4,000 steps a day had healthier brain tissue in the areas responsible for memory, learning, and cognitive function. And walking has also been shown to protect you against Alzheimer's and dementia. So if you want a better brain, go for a walk. And that's not all. This is also good for your body, obviously. So walking helps you burn more calories, one of the things it also does is it helps speed up recovery. It's known as a form of active recovery, and it's one of the ways that you can do to recover from an injury or work out because what happens as a result is, is that it just stimulates blood flow and aids in eliminating toxins that keep your muscles pliable and flexible. It also reduces lactic acid buildup and reduces soreness in the muscles. So literally, if you are feeling sore from a workout like the one I just did uh, with my legs the other day, one of the things that you want to do, even though it may not feel like it, is go for a brisk walk. So walking is important. We know that already. So how exactly should we add this to our life? Well, I have about five proven ways that you can add more steps into your life without really even thinking about it. And my favorite, because I'm an entrepreneur, is walking meetings. Uh, Zoom calls are opportunities for more steps. You can do this inside or you can do this outside. Uh, when you walk during a meeting, it also acts as a way to just jog the memory to just get your brain flow just a little bit better than when you would if you were just sitting down. And if you're anything like me who has phone calls and a lot of meetings to do during the week, this becomes an opportunity to just get more steps in without even really thinking about it. Now, the second way is what I call chosen discomfort. This is you parking farther 
in the farthest parking spot from your destination or taking the stairs instead of the escalator. Or if you're close enough, it's walking to the store instead of driving there. Uh, there are so many forms of steps that you can get in terms of what I call chosen discomfort. And while it may not seem like it at the time, what this does is it actually adds a ton of steps throughout your day, again, without thinking about it. Now, the next way is also another favorite of mine. It's, it's called what, it's what I call walking entertainment. So if you're going to be watching a show on Netflix, uh, you can actually get some steps in without noticing it. I know some friends who watch movies on their iPads while walking, uh, obviously on the treadmill. And I have other friends who actually do their walking while playing video games. Uh, one of my friends, his name is Justin Welsh. He actually watches football while getting some steps in. And I think in one game, he got about 10,000 to about like 12,000 steps in that one game without even thinking about it. While this may seem odd, like who cares? Like you're turning a sedentary activity into a healthy one while having fun doing it. Now, one of the things that I do in my life is actually schedule my walks in, uh, especially during times where it's just a high workload, a good 15 to 20 minute walk in my calendar you know, it's set there. I just get out and I go out into nature. I get that 15 minute to 20 minute walk. I actually leave my phone at home. I bring a little notepad and a paper and a piece of pen uh, or a piece of pen or a pen with me. And one of the reasons I do that is because when you walk, you actually just stoke a lot of creativity. You actually have a lot more ideas. So getting a couple of these scheduled in your day, uh, either in the midday, in the morning, or even after work is one of the best ways to get more steps in. Now, the final one is the one I'm implementing with my family a lot more, which is post-meal walks, especially at dinner. So when you eat a meal, you can sometimes kind of feel like lethargic. You can sometimes feel bloated. Uh, also, if you're anything like me, you know, sometimes you look for other things to munch on, even though you're pretty full. So walking after a, a meal, it actually helps you boost your energy and improves digestion. And it also gives you something to do because when you're just idle and bored, that's when we start kind of grabbing for snacks and things of that nature. And when you start doing this with your family, it actually becomes a great ritual after dinner time. So this is all to say that you shouldn't sleep on walking. It is literally one of the most underrated ways to improve your health. Now, the simplest things are usually the most effective. And one of the things that you have to understand about walking is that, yes, it's important. Yes, it's healthy. It's going to do your brain and body good. The only thing that you have to do now is choose a way that you are going to get your steps in and take action on what you have learned in this video. And uh, yes, if you've gone this far, uh, comment below. What's one of your favorite ways that you like to get your steps in? I would love to hear from you. And uh, if you are, again, you know, watching this video, please like and subscribe. I'm going to be coming out with a lot more of these and I will see you on the next one. Take care and peace. Thank you again for listening to The Dango Show. We have some amazing episodes coming your way, so make sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. If you're already subscribed and today's episode hit home for you, please share this episode with someone that you know who'd benefit from listening. Take care and see you every week on your favorite podcasting app.